Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. Hallelujah. The Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. We're watching for this King, the Savior, Messiah Jesus. He commanded His disciples Are you one of his disciples? He commanded his disciples to watch, therefore, for you don't know the hour of the coming of the Son of Man. And he also commanded us to be ready. My name is Dove Schwartz, here on special assignment in Uganda. Hallelujah. Jumbo Sana. Greetings from from Uganda. And, uh, wow, we have a special program today. I have a special guest on the program I'm going to introduce you to in just a moment. But first, a word of prayer to get our time together started. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua, Jesus, our Lord's name, we thank you. We thank you that we're saved by Jesus. We thank you that we don't have to be lukewarm and dead Christians. We, we thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. In a world that's gone ten kinds of crazy, we can be full of your Holy Spirit and a light in a dark place. We thank you for what you're doing here in Uganda and pray you would bless all of our listeners today. We pray these things and we thank you in the name of our great soon-coming resurrected King, Jesus Christ. Now, uh, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, this program as I've mentioned, is being recorded from Uganda. Um, you are going to be hearing this program, at least in its first airing, the day it's recorded. The day it's recorded. So these things are farm fresh, hot off the press things we'll be talking about. Hallelujah. But before we do that, I want to, I want to, to introduce you to a special guest so you can hear not, not only my impressions of what's going on here, but also I have a witness. I have a witness. By two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. Isn't that right, Darian? Yes. So we have our special guest with us from Dallas, Texas, Darian Thomas. Darian, welcome to Watch Therefore. Thank you, Dove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so we're here in Kampala. I've been here. Uh, we've been here two days, but I've preached three times. <laughs> I love it. And, and we've preached to people at the edge of their seats listening and wanting to hear the word of God. So, so Darian, uh, what, are, what, what is a, an impression or two uh, that you have seen, you've heard, you've experienced um, in our time here together? Thank you, Doe, for that. Um, it's just a beautiful country. The power of God is here, so that's the first thing. The power of God through the presence of the Holy Spirit and the people. The people here are wonderful. All they have to do is smile at you. And you feel like you're at home. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I believe this is, is your second trip to Africa. Is that right? To the continent, yes. But my first time in Uganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to share with our listeners a little bit how, uh, a little testimony about this. The last time I was here was in November last year in 2015. And you and I hadn't talked in a while, so you didn't know what I was doing. And, um, and you sent a... Um, I think it was either, I think it was over the email because I saw a picture of you. Yeah, it was an email and you were in South Africa and had just led someone to Jesus. And you, you sent out a picture and I received it here in Uganda and I responded, I'm in Uganda doing the same thing. 
and you need to come here to Uganda with me. And here we are. The Lord knows what he's doing, doesn't he, Darian? Yes, he does. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So um, we've been at these wonderful meetings. There's a pastor who has planted 10 churches already, and he's not 50, 60, 70 years old. He's 37 years old. He's already planted 10 congregations. Uh, Darren, we, we hung out with Pastor Rahumsa Eric. We hung out with him a little bit. And, and what were some of your observations about this man? Dovey's very dedicated to the Lord. Yeah. Very humble man. But in order to plant 10 churches, you also have to have courage and vision. And he just gives that out. And you can see that he's touched the people and that he loves them. And he's not standing on the fact that he has planted 10 congregations. I think he's rooted in the fact of love and touching people and gathering fish and loving them in the way that Jesus asked us, asked Peter and asked us to do. Wow. Great observations and insights. And I agree, Darian. And because of those things you just mentioned, uh, he'll probably plant another 10 pretty soon, <laughs> you know, and what an exciting thing. Messiah Jesus said, the gates of hell shall not prevail against this faith in him that is in the ecclesia, in the church, right? And so here's a man who's taking it to the enemy, yeah? He's taking it and he's pulling people out from the pit of hell into the, the kingdom of Messiah, Jesus. Now, something else I was thinking about, Darian, uh, there, was this, there was this wedding feast, yes? And the master, the one who was sponsoring this great wedding feast, he sent out his servants to invite people, yeah? And and, 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 and and it was terribly disappointing, the response he got. You know, some were too busy doing this. Some were too busy doing that. Basically, they, they weren't all that excited about this wedding feast. And it wasn't much of a priority to them. Yeah? And so the servants reported that to the master. And boy, was he mad. I tell people, you know, there are people running around going, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. I say this, Jesus is coming. And boy, is he mad. Yeah, and there's going to be there's going to be trouble when this king comes with eyes like a flame of fire and a voice like Niagara Falls, and he's going to put things straight. Now, but that, that is not the end of the story, though. Then that master, that master, he sent out his servants. And Darian, do you remember the story that he sent out his servants to go invite other people? And you know, Darian. I think those other people he talked about are just like the people here in Uganda. What are your thoughts? I agree. The Lord the, said, go out into the highways and byways and compel them to come in and come to the feast. Find those that are truly hungry and are truly thirsty for what he had to give and ask them to come. That's it. Bullseye. That's it. And so... Um, there are so many, sadly, you live in Dallas. I lived in Houston. There are so many who, who go to church once a week and it's kind of like a nod to God. It's kind of like, now I've done my thing. You know, I've done my, my religious thing. I've done my God thing. Now, what about me for seven days, right? Or six more days. What about me? Right? Well, it's not about you and it's not about me. Yeah. It's about him. It's about this feast and bringing others into it. And sadly, Sadly, across America, there are these who are just too busy 
to be concerned about a wedding feast in heaven. Yes? So, hallelujah. Now, we know there's a remnant in America on fire for Messiah Jesus. I pray of our listeners, you are that remnant. And if you're not, get right very quickly. Yet, it's so exciting. And we have partners from this radio program who are sponsoring uh, our trip here, who are partnering with us, and who are exciting about, excited about that wedding feast. And here we are with the poor, with the lame, with those in great poverty, and compelling them to come in. And we've seen some in our meetings pray to receive Jesus as Lord. They now are going to that wedding feast. Now, uh, Darian, I'd like you to please um, share with our listeners who have never been to Africa, who have never seen some of the things you've seen on the roads, on the way to the church and on the way back, and some of the things you're seeing, some of the, the sights, the smells, the sounds. Would you share that with our listeners? Yes, um, the, you know, I've been to South Africa and being here in Uganda. It just um, both are beautiful places, but there's just a sort of undeniable beauty that is held within the mountains. And as you see the trees and the African sky, and then you look down and you see this unusual, very simple red dirt-like clay that lines the roads and the streets. And then you see the feet of people just walking about their day and hear all the horns from cars and the thickness of the traffic and there's something that touches you on the inside and you just know God is here. There's something that's going on in the midst of this paradise. There's a paradox of the poverty, but then they're also wealthy. They're rich. They have the presence of God. He's here. This is his country. Yeah. Wow. Well said. We're going to pick up on that after this short break. And in this break, we want to... Uh, share with you about this ministry. Watch, therefore, under that ministry is poured out for the nations. We have blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. We have an Israeli believer who's in our midst who's going to be on one of our programs this week. And uh, we've come from Israel, uh, as it should be, going out from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth with the gospel. That's the Acts 1-8 paradigm that Messiah Yeshua set up. It's a good plan because he set it up. Yes, and um, and we also uh, we are going out with this gospel. We're making disciples in the nations. Uh, so we have our ministry poured out for the nations. So you can go to pouredoutforthenations.com or go to watchtherefore.tv. And you can even prayerfully and financially partner with this work. And when you do so, you not only partner with the Lord. It's a way. It's not the way. It's a way. One of the many ways to compel them to come in and you can partner with that paradigm also of compelling them on the highways and byways and uh, off the beaten path of your normal life, calling them into the, to the wedding feast in heaven. There's going to be a wedding feast in heaven. Isn't, isn't there Darian boy? Yes. And it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a wedding feast to beat them all. And, uh, and so that's how you can partner with us. Now, as we, as we come back to this Uganda trip, as we come back to this Uganda trip, uh, Darian, touch a little bit on that paradox that you talked about. You talked about a paradox of beauty, physical beauty, on a backdrop of great poverty and trouble you can see 
the difficulties of living here. It doesn't, you don't have to be an expert or you don't have to be a, 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 a sociologist to see there's, there's real poverty and trouble here. Yeah. At the same time, there's a glory. There's a glory of the Lord that you, I'll just be frank and I'm sorry if this offends anyone that you just don't experience much in churches in America. Now I'm not saying we don't experience the presence of the Lord. I'm not saying there's not a glory and there's some churches, frankly, that are operating in more of the presence of the Lord than other churches. Well, God is everywhere. Well, yeah, God is everywhere. But compare how he would be manifesting his presence in a place where he's appreciated and people are crying out to him and celebrating him and depending on him versus a place that is going through religious rituals. Which one would you be? uh, Which one would people look at you? And if they were celebrating you and excited about you, which one would you be demonstrating how happy you are? Right. Well, the Lord demonstrates his pleasure by manifesting his presence and his glory. Yes. So having said all of that, Darian, talk about this paradox a little bit that you've just uh, that you've mentioned a moment ago. I think I've you know, you see it when you're driving through, as I described, but also when I walked into the church. I mean, this is a collection of sticks and tin and wood panel sidings. Uh, One person said if the wind blows hard enough, it just may fall over. And the floor is that red clay dirt, but in the midst of the worship and the gathering of the people, there was such a surrender to the Lord, such a desperation to have him that it didn't matter what the church looked like. The building didn't matter. We literally became his creation coming together to worship the creator. That was a good reminder for me. That was the connection that I needed to get a personal awakening and revival again of who he is and why he's important. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. See, see, uh, human eyes don't reveal these things. This is from the Holy Spirit of the living God. Flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you, as our Savior said, right? Yeah. And, and, and so, um, frankly, I keep being frank here, <laughs> but frankly, I've been in buildings that have uh, a loan on them for $10 million, right? And have uh, the latest media and technology and slick stuff and comfortable seats. Yeah, all the lights, dry ice smoke machines and, and all the things man's hands can do, right? But these are places that we're ministering and we're participating in worship and, and things are going on there that man's hands cannot produce. Yes, it's the glory. It's the presence of Messiah Jesus. Yes. And these are people who have been humbled by poverty, by hunger, by, by manifold troubles, disease, AIDS, death, war, uh, genocide, uh, and, and other things. And they've been humbled by these things to a place where the word of God says, He's afar off from the proud, but he draws near to the humble. And there is a nearness. Hallelujah. There's the nearness of the, of the king, the Messiah Jesus, who's compelling them to come in. There's a nearness, a pool of grace they're walking in. And we're experiencing that. And uh, I, I, Darian, they're not saying, oh, do we have to listen to another song? They're not, they're not wondering, oh, is there going to be another song and then we get to sit down? 
they're saying things like this. After 10, 15 songs, brother, just one more song. Isn't that, the worship's been exciting, hasn't it? Yes, absolutely. Um, you feel like you're connecting to the worship that's going on in heaven. Um, and they will not stop pressing in until there's a manifest presence of God. It's not a program. It's worship. It's not a program. It's not a program. It's not written down um, for the staff meeting before the church service, right? It's, and, and listen, the, I, how do I know to tell you that? Because I've been in those meetings, right? And, and, and so uh, it, it's not, it's not um, okay, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. And God forbid that we would go one minute past the scheduled time, right? And so Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, if you're going to operate, you're going to have to operate within our program. You're going to have to operate within our program, Holy Spirit. And if not, well, just too bad. Now, is that not the epitome of foolishness? If, is that not the epitome? I'm sorry if I'm probably, it probably sounds, it may offend somebody, but that's foolishness. I brought, I brought a person um, back from uh, Africa and uh, the pastor asked him to speak about some of his observations on a Sunday morning. And he was so excited and so exuberant, so full of fire. He said, I think what we should do, the first thing we should do, you see that clock up there on the wall? I think we should remove it. <laughs> he said, I think that, I don't know if that's what the pastor was bargaining for that morning, but that's what he got. <laughs> and so um, he said, I see that clock. Why am I saying that? Because they'll worship until, it, until the Holy Spirit's done. Yeah. And so listen, folks, this is, this is exciting. This is, they just don't want to miss anything. They don't want to miss anything in the presence of the Lord. They're not just singing endlessly and, and teaching endlessly and hanging out together endlessly to be hanging out and singing and preaching. It's the things of the Lord. They love Jesus. They love Jesus. They're keeping that first commandment, aren't they, Darian? Yes. They're loving the Lord their God with our heart, mind, soul, and strength. So, Darren, as we, as we go to complete this week, yeah, what are some things that, that you're praying to see? What are some things that you're looking for? What are your things? There's some expectation you may have come with on this trip, and the Lord's full of good surprises that are beyond our expectations. But what are some things that, that, that uh, you're, uh, you're wanting to see and, and you're praying towards this week? You know, I... To be honest, I feel like I had a list, and I thought about this this morning as I got up, and it's just to be back where we talked about what we just finished describing, just to be in his presence. I mean, that has been the most enriching part of this trip. Yes, we have um, been in services, and we've met the bishop, and we've seen beautiful children, and we're going to meet with a host of other chances to serve, and that's important, but for me that connection, the infilling of his presence into my very being, reminding me of why he is Lord of my life. That's what I'm looking for. There's another command that you're embracing right now that I want to remind our listeners and my, and I'm reminded, thank you for reminding me. And it's the command that goes like this. It's not, Hey, if you've got a minute and if, and when you're not busy and, and, and when you get around to it, be filled with the Holy spirit. That's not what it says, is it? No, it says this, be filled with the Holy Spirit, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so in his presence, all things are possible, including 
being filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his heavenly face. And the things of earth that we have put at the top of the list that should be at the bottom will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and his grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is a congregation on revival, in revival for a long time, and one of their, one of their uh, congregants, one of their fiery believers uh, was talking to me one day, and they said, Brother, in his presence, everything is possible. In his presence, everything is possible. Uh, things the doctor can't do are possible. Hallelujah. Things the banker can't do are possible, right? Things the marriage counselor can't do are possible. Darren, would you take about a minute and would you pray? Would you pray? And uh, if you want beyond a minute, contact us at our, we'll give you, we'll, we'll pray endlessly <laughs> as the Lord leads. Uh, but if you want to contact us, go to the websites we mentioned and, and, and uh, get in touch with us. Watch therefore.tv. Uh, Darren, pray, please. Father in heaven, we just thank you for sending your son, Jesus, her scripture says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and he who believes in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. We thank you for this day and the food and the clothes and the shelter and the people that we're going to meet. Lord, we pray for our listeners out there that this incredible opportunity that you've given us to come into your presence with your wonderful people here in Uganda will literally be transported through the radio waves today and touch hearts and minds. Visit them, Father, with the promise of your gift, the promise of the Holy Spirit. May it indwell them from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. We pray blessings over them in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Darian. Hallelujah. Uh, The Bible says to rejoice always. Pray endlessly. Pray without ceasing, always giving thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Darian, such a a great blessing to be with you on Watch Therefore. Amen, though. It's a blessing to be here. It's an honor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so uh, coming up this week, you don't want to miss, we, we're going to have some more programs from Uganda. We're going to have a program uh, tomorrow and the next day. Um, in the first airing of these programs, it will be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're going to have uh, these special programs on. We're going to have another brother, David, who's with us from Israel uh, on the program, Lord willing. And we also are going to interview our partner, pastor here, uh, Pastor Mahosa Lewi. He has planted about 40 churches. Uh, we have ministered together in Rwanda, Burundi, the Congo, uh, and now here in Uganda. And, and so you don't want to miss. This is a brother who is on fire. When you get done listening to Pastor Lewi, if, if he doesn't get your fire burning, your wood's wet. So you want to you, you hang out with us and don't miss uh, this week on Watch Therefore, you can go to our website, watchtherefore.tv, or pouredoutforthenations.com. As you partner with these ministries, you also help keep Watch Therefore on the air. Our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, and we trust him to raise up faithful partners. And we thank so many of you who are already partnering with this trip here in Uganda. Now, we've got to close the program, and here's how we like to do it. Remember, Watch Therefore. 
Messiah Jesus is coming. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.